0: It's my joy to welcome you to The Leadership Farm, the show that aims to help you lead as Christ would have you lead, wherever he has placed you. I'm Andy Peck, your host, and whether you listen live on a Sunday or are one of the many thousands who catch up via the podcast, it's great that you can join us. Many of us have had cause to be grateful for the emergency services, uh, hopefully not too often. This week I'm joined on The Leadership Farm by someone who is a leader within the fairly recently formed Christian Ambulance Association. His name is Simon King. He's been working for the ambulance service for 27 years and is a manager in the East of England Ambulance Service. So welcome, Simon, to the Leadership Farm. Morning, Andy. Great great, great to have you along. Um, How did you get into this line of work, Simon?
1: Uh, Yeah, really good question, actually. Um, I think like a lot of other people, um, when I was growing up, I probably wanted to, to be a fighter pilot. But for various reasons, that didn't work out and ended up being an estate agent uh, for a few years, which is an interesting background for this kind of work. Um, and then it was my dad, actually, when I was about 20. My dad was in the police. He knew somebody who worked in the ambulance service. And it was just one of those moments where he said to me, have you ever thought of this? Uh, and it was a bit of a light bulb moment for me. Um, and... I applied and joined. I did have to do, uh, went to work as a milkman for a couple of months in between, okay. which is one of the hardest jobs I've ever done. Oh, right. Um, and I joined on the patient transport service, uh, actually in 1989. So oh. it's a bit longer than I'd said. It's 30 years now. It's
0: 30 years now. Wonderful. Yeah. And, mm. um, and obviously, you, you stuck around. So um, <laughs> there must have been a degree of satisfaction in what you were doing.
1: Well, I think we like to complain about our jobs, don't we? But I've got to say, I think working in the ambulance service is a great job and a great career. And like a lot of things in life, it's, it's what you make of it. Um, they're brilliant people to work with. And it is challenging work, but there's a, a lot of satisfaction. I did leave for about 18 months at one point. I went to work as a leader in my um, local church. Um, but 18 months later, I came running back and almost picked up where I'd left off. But yeah, that aside, uh, I've been all that time, and uh, I, the, the reason why we're doing the work with the Christian Ambulance Association is, um, m- my view is, uh, it's a, it's a great uh, combination, being in God's family and being in what we call the Green Family just fits really well. Sure, sure.
0: Um, but obviously, you're, you're dealing with very much the tougher side of life. Uh, you must have, you know, sadly seen seen stuff that most of us, uh, you know, would rarely see in a lifetime.
1: Yeah, I I think that is true. Um, I guess most people who watch perhaps their their insight in in some of the things they see in the media, like on casualty,
0: uh,
1: my response to anybody who talks about casualty is, yeah, it is like that, but if you could imagine all of your most extreme experiences in a career in one shift, that's probably what it's like. So like a a lot of jobs, um, uh, a lot of things are... uh, Common things are common uh, to coin a phrase. So lots of people are having medical problems like uh, heart attacks, strokes. Lots of people falling over and breaking hips. But alongside that, there is the the more traumatic. I've I've had some some experiences as you can imagine over the 30 years of my own. Uh, just a couple of quick examples give some people insight. Um, some time ago now. I was called out to a cardiac arrest to an address that I, I recognised as being my granddad's and that was the night my granddad died. That was quite uh, difficult.
0: Oh, boy. Nice. Um,
1: dealing with your own grandfather's cardiac arrest and taking them to hospital and the, the period afterwards where you're talking to the staff in the ED and they, they're going into relative consolation mode, um, which is a tough job for them, but probably even more difficult there. Um, I can remember another occasion with a, a teenage lad vividly uh, in a, a Manchester United shirt who um, looked at me and said um, I'm scared and I assured him he'd be okay and he, he died in my arms and I, I don't say those things to highlight in any way that my experience is more than others, in fact I've been in management jobs for quite a while now, but it's just a little insight into some of the things that go on in this line of work that probably it's really hard to understand if you don't do that kind of work
0: Sure, well I'm sure I speak for most who would say you know how much how much valued the kind of work you guys do uh is um and i just uh, there's been a lot of talks about it in terms of mental health in the police force recently uh with uh, you know well publicized challenges that that police force face um, and and they've been talking about yes there is supposedly some help when you face a trauma like that uh, w- within the ambulance service are there obvious places to go if you've if you've witnessed something or you've been particularly emotionally affected
1: Yes, there are. Yeah, there's a lot of support in the ambulance service. Um, We run a program called TRIM, which is uh, something that came out of the military for um, exposures to traumatic incidents. And so we have a peer-led process for supporting colleagues over the coming days and weeks after an incident. Um, We also, uh, I would say, quite a healthy culture of management support of staff and recognition of the kind of challenges they're facing. So there is a lot of there. Uh, in the trust that i work in there's also a well-being team who focus on that kind of thing consistently and they are pretty strong i suppose where i would see the gap uh, as a christian is uh, about having that spiritual dimension and that opportunity to engage with uh, peers who who understand uh, that in its in the round
0: sure sure okay uh, and your role as a as a sort of leader stroke manager in this uh, this kind of field uh, simon
1: yeah, so um, uh, my job title is I'm a head of service delivery. Um, we're broken up into six counties uh, in my organisation, East of England Ambulance, um, and I'm currently looking after two of those in Bedfordshire and Luton, and Hertfordshire and West Essex.
0: I see. And um, when you say looking after, um, I mean are you, you're you're not driving ambulances daily yourself, are you? All?
1: No, I don't do that on a regular basis. But it is something I still still need to do. It happened a few weeks ago, and I'm doing it again in a couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, I'm the the accountable manager for those areas. Um, So in that sense, I'm very much in a a leadership role. So I'm not hands-on with patients on a regular basis, but still occasionally. So my main uh, responsibility is for the delivery of the service, um, the support of the staff, and getting the right service to our patients and dealing with our commissions yeah and and a bit
0: the particular parts you enjoy of that doing that
1: yeah i think that's quite easy for me the part i really enjoy is um dealing with our staff with our people um particularly supporting them when they've got uh, a crisis um and supporting uh the management team in how to best deal with those crises for the staff yeah,
0: yeah. fabulous and um So uh, you were involved in setting up the Christian Ambulance Association, which is you know relatively recent. How did that come about?
1: Well, probably two two and a half years ago, um, I've uh, uh, had a sense. I guess I don't know how how much to spiritualise that, but um, I've had a sense that it's something that we've needed for some time. I've never. done anything about it, but a couple of years ago I was just increasingly aware that whereas there are organizations like the Christian Police Association, the Christian Medical Fellowship, they're doing great work um, with their their staff and their professions. Uh, this didn't seem to be anything uh, in the ambulance service or paramedic world, so I started having a look around, uh, started talking to some colleagues at work who were Christians, who I talked to on a fairly regular basis, Uh, And we all had a a similar conclusion that we do need something and that we can't find anything. And actually, when I spoke to uh, Lee Russell at Christian Police Association at that time a few years ago, he was saying, well, yeah, I can tell you there isn't anything. Uh, I've been looking for years and I can't find anything. And uh, we'd like to work with you. So I took the initiative and we set it up online initially as a Facebook um, account. And that's probably still where a lot of our engagement goes on but we're now moved into the process the last few months where we're trying to structure ourselves a bit more formally so that we can communicate with people who don't primarily work on social media, a lot of people who don't, uh, and so we can engage also with people um, on a a wider base. So um, we're setting ourselves up so that we can engage more effectively with some of our supporters in churches and other individuals, other uh, stakeholders, other organisations who work alongside us.
0: And it sounds like you you had quite a good response when you first started, in terms of numbers of people signing up.
1: Yeah, yeah. So currently we've got um, about 110 members, which sounds like, I think to some people that's a funny number, it sounds like a lot of people, Um, but to others it sounds like a small small number. Um, I compare it to the number of uh, staff and volunteers in the ambulance service, which ballpark figures, there's there's probably something like I would say about 50,000 people working the ambulance services including the private sector nationally. So 100 people. uh, Our members are spread in all regions across the country. Uh, There's lots of pockets going on, uh, local networks. I'm really grateful to God for that and really grateful to people stepping up to uh, drive that forward. But the big thing for me is 100, uh, it's probably only just scratching the surface and so we really want to establish ourselves in a way that we can support as many of the Christians out there as possible um, to, um, to, to live out their Christian life in the ambulance service on the front line or wherever they are, but also so they can have that confidence to, um, to speak out when the opportunity arises also.
0: right? Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you what the kind of aim is, uh, whether it's partly pastoral or partly encouraging witness or, or something else.
1: Yeah, and we have discussed that amongst ourselves. Our view at the moment is we need to form a foundation, um, a common identity, and a confidence. And so the direction that's pushing us in at the moment is we're more about support for people who are Christians. And then as a result of that, um, people gain more confidence to be able to speak out um, about their faith um, rather than being primarily an evangelistic organization. Uh, we are going to need, as we grow, uh, acceptance and buy-in and support from ambulance services. And, and we are finding open doors as we do that. And I think that's going to be something that um, is, uh, gets more traction if we uh, present as a staff support group um, rather than a group that wants to come in and, uh, and, and convert people to Christianity. So that's not our primary aim but absolutely understand uh, the, the the Great Commission and overwhelmingly we want to speak to people about our faith.
0: Wonderful, thank you well you're listening to The Leadership File with me Andy Peck, I'm joined this week by Simon King who's a manager in the East of England Ambulance Service and we'll be back just after this Welcome back to The Leadership File with me Andy Peck, I'm joined this week by Simon King Simon's been working in the Ambulance Service for some 30 years, he's a manager in the East of England ambulance service, and he's been responsible for the setting up of the Christian Ambulance Association. We're talking before the break a little bit of uh, the fact there's about 110 or so that are part of the uh, uh, Christian Ambulance Association. Maybe you're listening and uh, you're you're in this this world and you could uh, you could increase that number. Uh, and we talked a little bit about the kind of the things that, that CAA uh, aim to do. Um, you'll be familiar, Simon, with the um, stories of Christians in the caring professions who need to be careful about how they live out their faith and especially with respect to openly praying for people um, I just so you, you know you mentioned that your particular concern is pastoral um, but is mm. there a kind of code of conduct in terms of what you could or couldn't do in the sort of situations you are uh,
1: so, so there would be two, um, two areas we need to be aware of mm. one um, as, as paramedics uh, paramedics are um, registered uh, now and so they'll have a code of conduct need to follow. Um, clearly their first consideration needs to be for their patients. Um, there's also each individual ambulance service will have its own policies and procedures which we need to adhere to. Um, and my, my advice, because we've had this conversation as you can imagine, mm. but my advice is um, that they always have the patient front and centre and uh, always do something that uh, you'd be uh, happy to speak to your line manager about. Um, we don't want to be and we shouldn't be people who are trying to do something in corners um, that uh, we're employed to do a job and uh, what we mustn't do is neglect that job to do uh, to do something else um, that that our employer wouldn't uh, find value in that said um, we're in the the people business Uh, we say in our publicity that um, we're, we're working with the kind of people that Jesus rubs shoulders with every day—the the, the needy, the people who've uh, having difficulties in life. Overwhelmingly, the people who we work with are having significant struggles in their life, and um, it would be strange as a Christian to not be praying for those people. Um, I, th- I always counsel caution with people about um, uh, about openly praying for people or praying with them in the context of a 999 scenario sure um you need to be uh aware of what the view is of the person that you're going to be praying for but also very much for the family as well i know generically in the nhs a lot of complaints and concerns that come in aren't from the patient themselves they're often from a third party a concerned relative or family member so you need to be really confident i think that everybody involved in that scenario um, uh, is happy. What's going on? Personally, my perspective. Um, I would generally choose to pray quietly for them because I know that I can. I can pray to my God, God any time. I don't. I don't sure. need to to be stopping what I'm doing. Um, that said, I wouldn't ever criticise anybody for uh, seeing the value in praying. Uh, mm. Uh, out loud along with somebody oh, that's a great thing to do just need to be really wary of the witness that we're having not only to the patient and their family but also to our crewmates as well um uh, how are they seeing us carrying on the, the care for the patient that we've been uh deployed to that incident to deliver
0: yeah, yeah. No, that, that makes absolute sense and uh i mean certainly i understand that within the a- nhs there is a, a concern for ho- what's called holistic care so that if a uh, if you know, A doctor would wisely take into account any religious interest or, you know, obviously in our our case, a Christian interest in, in, that someone has uh, within their, their their care of the person. Um, and so, mm. you know, um, but like you say, uh, it would be inappropriate probably to st- overstep the, the mark, especially as the person's in a very vulnerable position <laughs> in, in requiring emergency mm. services in the first place.
1: I think that's right Andy. and i think the other thing we have to remember is that if when they're in that kind of scenario um how they feel about what you're doing uh whether it's physically or spiritually what you're saying or what you're doing with your hands uh practically can be different at the time um to how they perceive it afterwards when everything's calmed down yeah no. and so sometimes we find that we do get concerns coming from members of the public for things which we can't understand because it wasn't a concern at the time it's only when they reflected on it afterwards Hmm. so we do just need to try and put ourselves in their place that this may be the the most significant and traumatic event that they've had in their life
0: yeah and so
1: if the if the professional in front of them offers to do something, it may be they'll say yes to everything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it quite. may
1: be, but actually afterwards, it may be, they may think or their relatives may think that that actually wasn't all that helpful. So yeah, difficult difficult place to be, but absolutely we want to uh, yeah. honour our employer uh, and do what's best for our patient hmm. um, as well as uh, what we think is best for them spiritually.
0: Yeah, and um, I understand Simon that you you know you mentioned that you. You left uh, the ambulance service for a while to work with the church and you also you've manifestly got, you know, management and and leadership gifts. So you utilize those in, in your local church, too?
1: I do. I'm not in a formal management role. Uh, Management role, did I just say that? I'm not in a formal leadership role uh, in the church. But I I think a lot of us struggle with that, don't we? About transferring our terminology from Mm. uh, the workplace into church. And it's almost like it's a bit of a taboo, isn't it? But there are a lot of crossovers. Um, and I, I do think if God's made us leaders, and He's made us leaders in all parts of our life generally, He's not expecting yeah. us to segregate that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not in a, a formal uh, leadership role in the church. Um, I, I, I lead a home group. I sometimes uh, preach uh, on a Sunday morning, uh, and I'm involved in a, um, a leadership team, but yeah, not in a formal role. Okay,
0: and and how do you find the, the the shift dimension to to life in terms of you know connecting to church, connecting to a small group, or whatever? presumably you still you have shift work yourself do you
1: well I don't actually ah. um, I have done for quite a few years okay. I spent uh, some time working on rotating shifts and ambulances and then also on rotating shifts I, I managed a control room for a few years um, and it, again it, it doesn't help you with the good habits uh, some of the impact is with family and friends uh, significant impact with church on a Sunday and home groups because most people do have a routine um, it requires an extra level of self discipline, uh, it w- w- was my discovery. Um, uh, the church I was in at the time, when I was working shifts, um, was quite open to saying, okay, my home group's on a Tuesday night, I'm working Tuesday night, can I go Wednesday night? Um, some people find that difficult in the home groups, but I think I would challenge people in churches to say, you need to think about your shift workers and how you're supporting them. Um, also, Uh, I think lots of us are prone to um, uh, not necessarily being very strong at forming good habits and some of the things about church and about church life and day to day walk as a Christian, some of those things are about healthy habits and uh, Sunday morning, if it is Sunday morning you meet and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night if that's when you meet as a home group they're healthy habits and we very easily uh, uh, fall into bad habits if we don't need to go to those things and so we can find where we stop engaging with other christians as much we stop reading our bible so much we stop praying together because we're not getting that that daily that weekly encouragement from others so i think that is another significant factor for organized uh, lines of work like ours in the ambulance service that um, lack of consistent contact at church and with other christians in home groups especially another reason why uh we need to have something in the workplace to support that
0: yeah no well well said thank you and and obviously this is a little bit of a, a you know advertisement for our conversations an advertisement for the uh you know your work uh in the christian ambulance association so um you know for th- for those who are out out there who who could join what would you say to them
1: well for those who are out there who could join i say please join us it, it, it's free um uh, you can go to our website, which is uh, caauk.net. Uh, at the bottom of the page, you'll find a link. Click on that, a few questions, and we'll join you up. Um, we'd love you to join us because uh, we want to increase our, um, our base uh, and, uh, and our reach. But we're also looking to link with churches and other individuals. If you think you could help us with this or support us in some way, please come and have a look. You can join us as a, as a supporter or as a partner in an organisation. Uh, yeah, we'd, we'd love to engage with you. Wonderful.
0: And um, in terms of you know, your, own, your own future, you, you know, you're managing now in the, within this role, of, uh, you know, are there other aspirations
1: you have within the trade or are uh, you quite comfortable where you are? I don't know Andy, I kind of, lots of people out there, they, some people are quite happy just doing what they're doing and, and other people they seem to have a career plan, don't they? And I know lots of um, coaching encourages you to have a plan where you go next. I just get a bit bored every now and then, if I'm really honest, and I realize I've got very familiar what I'm doing and I need a new challenge. Um, right now, I'm finding things fairly challenging enough. Um, I think with the two things, with, um, uh, with the, my role in the ambulance service, which is a reasonably senior role, uh, I, I'd like to use that more influence um, in the ambulance service, just positively in terms of uh, the value of Christians in the workplace. Um, I uh, intend to keep uh, uh, spending some time with our, our association. Um, I'm a dad and a husband, and I don't give enough time to those things. So I don't think I'm about to commit to anything at the moment, which is going to significantly take up any more time. But I'm always open to opportunities. Uh, never never know what um, what Lord's got around the corner for you, do you? Um, so however we can best serve. So I, I think where I am at the moment in the ambulance world, Uh, is a good place to be and my view is that we want Christians in this kind of work and we want them to be supported and to grow and to be an influence where they are as well so until something else comes along that tells me otherwise I think I'm going to keep keep working away here.
0: Well Simon that's terrific and I sense from your you know conversation and from what you've said about the the work that you have a pastoral heart which manifestly you're able to use Uh, alongside other staff and uh you know within the ambulance world so so fabulous and may god bless your your ministry there
1: yeah thank you um please please don't i wouldn't want anyone to get carried away with the idea that i'm very good at it Uh, i have a heart for something (laughs) like um, like all the rest of us Uh, um, I struggle with the idea of us presenting ourselves as, as the finished product, sure. especially as Christians and in churches. It's really easy to come across yeah. as leaders that have got things sorted, isn't it? Yeah. I struggle with those things every day. I've become too task-focused and not enough people-focused, and every now and then I need to reset myself. Um, but yeah, you're right. The things that motivate me are um, motivated staff and being able to join up those two things of uh, being a Christian and being in the ambulance service
0: fabulous well thank you simon so much um you've been listening to the leadership File with me andy peck I've been joined by simon king he's working for the ambulance service for 30 years manager in the east of england ambulance service and that uh, website again is caa net. was that correct simon that's the one that's the one so if you want to if you're involved in the ambulance service uh, as a christian or you know someone who is then do um encourage them to join up and uh, to get the support that you need So it's been lovely to have you uh, along uh, as a a listener to this show. Uh, Please uh, log on to Premier's own website, uh, www.premier.org.uk, and listen to archived versions of the leadership file. You can uh, also uh, download this to your listening device and listen at your leisure. So look forward to your coming again next Sunday at 3.30 or via the podcast. Thanks for tuning in.